0: What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the show, I sat down with an amazing loan officer. He hosts a ton of podcasts for lab coat agents, huge influencer on social media, and that is what has led to the growth of his lending business. In 2021, he did over 2,200 transactions and over half a billion in volume. Welcome to the show, Jeff Fitzer. Welcome to the show today, Jeff. How are you doing?
1: Good, buddy. Good to see you, man. Yeah,
0: same here. I'm digging the, uh, the the setup you got there. I know a lot of people are listening, not watching on YouTube, which you should do both. But uh, you know, if you're, so if you're listening, check out the Hyperas Agent channel so you can see Jeff's backdrop. He's backdrop. He's got the uh, neon Fitzer Media sign, then uh, framed logos of all the social media places that he that he hangs out and social media has been a big part of your business right Jeff
1: um one million percent my friend
0: one million percent that's a lot uh that's like a about it's like a thousand x or something I, I guess or lots lots of x's anyway what uh first of all let's give people a little bit about your background and and I know like the numbers maybe are boring but they're, but they're impressive you know 2200 I think units you're closing this year last year, this, this will be going live in 2022, but uh, over half a billion in, in loan volume closed by, by you and the, the branches, you know, you run, mm-hmm. what, uh, what, what led to that? How did, how did you put up such monster numbers as an LO?
1: Well, I mean, honestly, I've been in the business 21 years um, and we were, we were successful, but we didn't have that hockey stick curve growth until, uh, two to three years after I started consistently executing video and social, uh, it's almost almost you can almost pinpoint you know right around the time that it happened and how long it took after starting to do it and you know now that's what I spend most of my time doing, which is in business development and growth and and social and influence and you know, all the things that I'm doing that are really not even related to mortgage, but they all feed mortgage. They feed the business, which is relevant to any of us, whether you're in real estate, mortgage title, it doesn't matter. Um, that, that's, that's, the, that's what happened, man. It's, it's really that simple, but yet very complicated. You know what I mean?
0: What do you, what do you think is the, the key to, this, to, to, to getting that kind of success through social media? And, and why aren't more people doing it?
1: Uh, it's a great, great question. And I, I think the answer lies in exactly what I just said, um, which is that it's not fast. You know, we're all looking for low hanging fruit. I mean, I shouldn't say we all but y- anybody who's a- attained a a higher level of success, they've gone, you know, past that brink, right? They've, they've endured numerous failures probably more than they care to admit or count and it took patience it took time it took discipline it took it took doing the things when you felt like nobody was paying attention and nobody was appreciating what you're doing and just powered through and, and I think I, I think that's really the, the key to it is that I will say in my case I didn't I wasn't sure I started doing this in 16. you know Facebook Live was brand new uh, video wasn't a thing like it is today. I just had a hunch and I went with the hunch and, and, and I, and I ignored the naysayers cause there was a lot of them. And so it's, it's really just a matter of, of, and I don't, I don't think it just, that just doesn't just apply to video and social. It applies to anything that you do. It takes patience. It takes discipline. It takes consistency. Uh, but when it comes to video and social, all of those ring true uh, you've, you've got to put the time in. And if you do it right and you do it long enough, you'll, probably reap the same a similar uh, set of results and so they, to answer your question i think that's why i think people do it and they start doing it and either they they don't like how they look they don't like how they sound uh, or b they're like where's the leads where's the yeah. business <laughs> and it just doesn't you know i mean you know as well as anybody it doesn't work that way but it does over time and it's it's just hard to it's hard to quantify in the beginning and so i think a lot of people vacate
0: well, I, I think there's this period, everyone likes to talk about this hockey stick curve up with results, you know, yep. over time and, and effort and, and, and repetitions, and whatnot. But I, I think that's a little misleading because I do think the results are there in the beginning. I think they're just a different kind of result. I think that, you know, when you look at like deals and leads, that's, that's your visible results, but I think there's invisible or, or maybe hard to see results that are going on. Like more people are learning about you. You just don't know it yet, right? You're getting better at the videos. You just don't know it yet. You're getting better at, you know, writing the copy. You, you just don't know it yet. So, you know, you're feeling better or that it's easier to to do, you know, you just don't know it yet. And so people people are like, things are happening, changes are happening, but because it's not a visible lead or, or a deal, you know, they just, they say, screw
1: it. It's not working. and quit. Yeah. I, I 100% agree. I think that's the case with most humans in general. And so it, it went, when, you know, you know, this, you know, you stay on stages and speak, I stand on stages and speak. We've done this for years and I, you've probably heard this. Like I've heard this, but I'll even hear this from my own loan officers, my own people, my own salespeople. they will say, well, Jeff, why are you getting out there and sharing our secrets? And I'm like, a, you've had access to it for all this time and have done nothing with it or not consistently Two, the same results going to happen with that audience. And because I used to think this, Dan, I don't know about you, but I used to sit in audiences and, and listen to the, you know, Gary V type people stand up there and speak. And I was inspired and I was motivated. And you'd, you'd hear about these, these high level performers. And you always, I always thought to myself, like, Why are they standing on a stage sharing all of this stuff if they were so successful at what they were doing originally? Why wouldn't they have just stuck with what they were doing? Well, now I'm living it and breathing it. And so it's like, now I get it. Now I know exactly what they're doing. And I didn't vacate mortgage. I just scaled out of it. And now I have teams upon teams of people running it and partners that help run it while I focus on the business development. And for me, I don't know about about you guys, but the one thing that was missing for us, like, again, we were successful. We did mortgage as well, but we plateaued and we could never grow. And the reason I I feel like now that I look back at it is because we could not get ourselves out of the business rather than, you know, we could not get our, we couldn't figure out how to get on the business rather than staying in the business. Right. And so we were in the day to day, every day, and we felt like we had to be there to nurture and to hold hands and to, to, to pass things through. And when, when somebody calls complaining, we've got to fix it. And it was that, it was that time when, and actually for me, it was, it was going to uh, go to places like closing table. It was surrounding myself with bigger thinkers and people doing things in a bigger way that made me realize, Holy shit, like, this is what I'm missing. And now I just got to get uncomfortable and I just got to pull away. I've got to put trust in the people that, that, that I've, you know, I need to empower them. And, and things will happen and sure as shit, they were right. Like all these successful people, Mm. they're right. And, and then, you know, you've got to take like what I do now. I think people look at me and they're like, Oh, you know, you live this glitzy and glamorous life. You're traveling. You're just shooting videos all the time. I work way more hours than I used to work but I do almost very little in the mortgage business, but it's because I'm now enjoying what the hell I'm doing. Like I'm passionate about what I'm doing and I'm growing some other businesses. And, you know, it's, it's that sort of thing. And I think that's, there, there's a, a, there's a lot to unpack on what I just said. It's the, it's, it starts with, you know, getting uncomfortable, empowering people, getting out of the business, getting on the business. Uh, but then once you get to that point, I think some people lose sight and they're like, Oh, I want to sit in that management seat so I can go play golf more. So I can go fart around more. Right. And, you know, for me, I'm still driven. And so I still got a lot of things I want to do. I'm just doing different things now and, and building different things. But at the end of the day, everything that I'm doing ultimately feeds back to my mortgage business because the influence that I've created and the podcast that I'm doing and the webinars that I'm doing and the, you know, just being seen all the time is keeping me super relevant so that it's just creating more and more opportunities because more people see me, more people. And then and invariably they follow me and then they're like, I want to come work for that guy. And I don't even have to recruit them. I don't have to pick up the phone i just attract them and uh that's that's like the thirty thousand foot view i think of, of kind of what's happened and, and the difference between you know those of us that have reached that level and those of, and those that haven't
0: well I, I think it's an interesting concept you know you're, you're basically talking about the power of audience and you know I've, I've heard this really interesting paradigm from cody sanchez who has a great newsletter she was a uh you know, she's, she's done a ton in the entrepreneurial space in, in M&A and micro PE. And she was actually on episode 185 of the show, but she talked about the four things in history that you can leverage. And it, it started with uh, labor. That was like the oldest form and then capital and then coding. That was more recent. You know, you could leverage coding, like kind of like what Elon Musk and people like that have done. And then Uh, the fourth one which is the newer the newest one we're on is audience like leveraging your audience so you know the more of those things you can you can leverage um i think the more businesses you'll grow the the deeper you'll grow those those businesses and and you know audiences it's a new one we're probably still early on the curve and, and lots of changes are still happening you know what we're doing now we weren't doing really a year or two or three years ago, even. And that's, that's a rapid pace when you think about it. Uh, what do you think the keys are right now to building that audience? You know, you said people, people call you to, like, for loans. People call you to become a, a loan officer for you. And I'm, I'm sure real estate agents listening would love to have that, you know, to have clients, prospects call you, to have new agents that want to join your team call you. How do you how do you build that kind of audience and, and attract that kind of attention from people?
1: So for me, and there's not one way to skin this cat, but I'll tell you what works for me is that I think a lot of people when it, and specifically as it relates to video and social, you know, it it starts with actually being more authentic than you act than you realize. Um, and again, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this again. There's not one way to skin the cat, but what has worked for me. Uh, and, and I say this because I think I'm talking more to the masses than if I was, if I, if, if Dan Lesniak came to me and said, hey, man, I want to emulate what you're doing you're not going to emulate it the same way I do it because you're already at a very, very high level and you can afford to leverage and pay people to do some of the stuff for you. But for most of the people that are listening to this, they're not in that position. And, so, and neither was I five, six years ago. And so, so what, I, what I did was, what I realized was as I was creating content, I was testing. I didn't realize I was testing, but I was testing back then. And, and what I was testing was, is I was doing a, a combination of content revolved around my business, And I was doing a combination of content revolved around my family and my life and what I'm doing every day, the reality TV show, the Fitzer reality TV show. And what I quickly realized was that this, and again, this is before the algorithms changed to to the way they have today, was that. I was getting so much more engagement when I would go live with my 13-year-old daughter who at the, at the time was 13 uh, because and we would show them how she makes slime and sells it on Etsy. Like people just ate <laughs> that shit up, man. Right. And, or my, my stepson was selling candy bars for school. So I, I went and did a live and and made, you know, we, we, we practiced this and, and, and he got on there with me or, or just videoing my kids, you know, just, just life. Right. And what I realized was is, is people get on to social media because they are just killing time they want to be entertained right they're looking for mindless content they're laying in bed at night they're laying in bed in the morning they're sitting at the airport whatever it is no probably no one ever said i'm gonna open up this facebook app because i want to go get educated about buying a home right never ever now sometimes they stumble upon that crap sure by and large, if if they're thinking to themselves and they're sitting on their couch with their spouse and they're like, "I want to go shop for a house," what do they do? They go to Zillow. They go to Google. They don't go to Facebook. So you got to meet your customer where they're at, in my opinion. And so, in my opinion, is if you look, if you follow me and you look at me, most of my content is mm. is very much just life, right? And and so, people, if I if I had a nickel for every time somebody's called me and said, "You don't know me, but I feel like I know you." And, and every time, you know, the, the, there's two trains of thought there. It's like, first, it's like, stalker. Or I'm like, hell yes, like I'm winning because I got into your living room consistently. And now you feel like you know me. Now you like me. And you, you just arbitrarily want to do business with me. And you're in you know, Podunk, Ohio. And I'm over here in St. Louis, Missouri. We would have never met. But I created a parasocial relationship with these people. And, and that's the concept. So when it comes to real estate agents, and Dan, you know this, man. We, how many times have we heard people stand on stages and talk about doing, you know, geo groups and and go do a local community group and and highlight local businesses and 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 or creating YouTube strategies around this and, and the, the top three schools and the best parks and the best amusement parks and blah blah blah, right? So few realtors still to this day are executing that at a high level. But if you think about it that's what's going to attract people when they open up Instagram, when they open up YouTube, when they open up Facebook, when they open up TikTok, right? And so if that, if you as a realtor, what do you want to attract? Buyers and sellers, people in the community who might refer you. Give them what is going to position you as the expert in the community, like real estate signs have done for years, like billboards used to do, like newspaper ads used to do, right? Like grocery cart, Advertisements used to do, and and position yourself as that expert. Ignore virality, ignore engagement. Just dump it out, vomit this crap, right? Go all in, and then sprinkle in what you're doing with your life. Are you a golfer? Share that. If you're a gardener, share that. Do you travel a lot? Share that. You have pets? Share it. You have kids? Share it. You have grandkids? Share it. Because what ends up happening is, is somebody stumbles upon a post, and then what do they do, Dan? They click on your profile. And then they go stalk you for a little while. So the whole idea is, is suck them in, grab them, entertain them, keep them there. And if, and if education is your thing, because I mean, the guy that I'm talking to right now is crushing it on TikTok, blowing me away Hmm. with education and he found a niche and he's owned it and people gravitate towards it. So it's like, find what works that you can talk about in perpetuity. That's the key. It's gotta be something you can talk about into perpetuity and go all in. And just make that a content pillar, which is exactly what you're doing, which is exactly what I've done. And that's kind of why we're winning. I, I hope that answers the question, not too broadly. No, it, it does. I It's, it's funny. The, the most interesting thing I found out that was the, the
0: slime reference, because I, I met with a, a broker yesterday, and I think his cousin or relative, who's like 19 or 20, started an Instagram channel about slime. <laughs> And it's 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 slime obsidian or or something like that. That's funny. And, it, and he's got like 1.3 million followers. <laughs> Holy shit! And anytime anytime he makes a new slime, which I, I think is like basically like Elmer's glue and some food coloring yeah. and some other yeah. stuff. I, I don't know what else goes yeah. into it, but I, like yeah, millions of people watch his videos of him playing with it, and then when he releases a new one, it, it sells out like right away.
1: Exactly that that guy's got it figured out and he's probably on youtube i imagine or is that youtube
0: uh this is on instagram wow. uh, he's, he's got 1.3 million followers it's a uh, slime I obsidian mean, is, is i channel. i
1: hope he's got a youtube <laughs> channel because if he's got those kind of followers and that kind of reach and that kind of engagement on youtube he's probably making well into the six figures just on youtube ads alone That's yeah insane. It's, it is
0: insane and, and you know it's just an example of find a niche find something you like and uh, make make a lot of content around that, and um, you know we, we don't have too much time here, but I do want to mention in a few weeks you will be one of many speakers that we have coming to Boca Raton, Florida for the Hyperfast Summit, the fourth one we've done two days. You know we're gonna show real estate agents the stuff that Carrie and I did to, to close eleven hundred deals last year. We've got Tat coming from Montreal, who's like 2.5 million followers on TikTok. You know, she's, she's really that's cool blowing up there. Uh, just a ton of great people. And, and I'm excited to have you come and, and teach people how to use social media to blow up a real estate business, whether, you know, you're an agent, whether you're a lender, you can go to hfasummit.com, see if there's tickets left. I don't, you know, we're recording this a few weeks uh, ahead of the publication, obviously. So I don't know if there will be any left, but if you go to hfa summit Dot com. You can check that out. And if you're a listener of this podcast and you use the code PODCAST25, you get 25% off. So go to HFASummit.com, use the code PODCAST25, get 25% off. Again, HFASummit.com. Uh, Jeff, I'd, I'd like to wrap up with a hyper fast round we're kind of running out of time, but there's just some rapid fire questions and answers if you are ready.
1: Let's roll. All
0: right. What's your biggest piece of advice
1: to a new real estate agent? Go all in on video.
0: All right. What's a mistake that you see successful real estate agents making?
1: Well, I'm going to stay along the same vein. And that is that they, when they do finally get in front of the camera and they do get on social media, all they do is business related content. And they wonder why it doesn't work and why they're getting no Mm. engagement.
0: Love that. What's the biggest challenge you've had in business? How'd you overcome it?
1: Growth. Uh, the art, we struggled so hard to grow. And like I said, we were always good at what we did And until I could figure out how to get on the business. Um, and, and like I said, accidentally it was started with video and it was video and then executing on social that really, uh, really took our career off. And, um, I mean, it's, it's a lot more complicated than that, but that's, 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 that's the that was the tipping point.
0: When you're not making social media content or, or closing loans, working on your business, uh, what are you doing for fun?
1: It's pretty much just spend time with family or travel, which is com- kind of both, right? Um, uh, so yeah, th- that's mainly it. We we actually just bought a uh, condo in Breckenridge, so now we've got a we've got a third place to go to that that's ours, and uh, we just I just got back from there actually last week. So.
0: Oh, nice. Well the Do do some skiing trips. Definitely.
1: Uh, Last one. Where do you see
0: yourself five years from now?
1: Semi-retired. You know, if if things continue to go the way they go, I want to continue to scale out of the mortgage business. Uh, I want to be almost 100% spending my time uh, in the social media and video realm, coaching, teaching, creating, influencing. Influence is, is way more powerful than I ever realized. And if you've got it, you can do a lot with it and you can write your damn paychecks that's one thing i've learned awesome well thank you
0: so much for being on the show we are looking forward to having you uh down in, in boca raton february 1st and 2nd for our summit if people want to connect with you or uh you know just learn more about what you're doing on social what are what are the best ways they should do that
1: I'm easy to find. So uh, on social, it's my name uh, on all of the platforms. So Jeff, last name is Fitzer, P is in Paul, F is in Frank, I-T-Z-E-R. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn. That's where I spend most of my time and Twitter, but not as much time there. And uh, otherwise, I'll give myself. If anybody wants to reach out, I'm always happy to connect. 314-220-4945. You can DM me on any of the platforms. I love talking to people about this stuff.
0: Okay, just gave out your cell phone number. That's crazy. Um, (laughs) Thank you so much, Jeff, for being on the show. Thank you to all of our listeners and viewers on YouTube. Uh, We appreciate you tuning in. Please leave us some comments and feedback. Let us know what you liked, what you didn't, and share this with someone that you think could benefit from seeing it or hearing it as well. We'll see you next time